So you shot me a text the other day, said that the uh, last episode sounded really good. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, What'd you like new about intro, it? That new intro. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I did get some negative feedback. Oh, from, you did? Uh, about the kazoo. Actually. Really? Uh, fan number one. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. He says... Uh, is that kazoo going to be a regular thing? Because it's getting kind of annoying. Really? So, listeners, please contact us. Let yeah. me know. <laughs> Do we continue with the uh, with the kazoo? Is this fan number one win? Or uh, what are we doing here? Uh, I have no freaking clue, but we might as well go ahead and do first call. Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. What the hell does he know anyway? Like Not nobody much. else does the kazoo. Is the kazoo that bad? I I don't think so. I I'm refraining. So. If, if we had a live feed, <laughs> I'm refraining. I one second. Oh, he's in the background. <laughs> Get him on the microphone and have him plead his case. To the kazoo. All right. Come on out. <laughs> you, you want a podcast? What? All right. Go, go ahead. Uh, you want the headphones? No, I'm not doing a podcast. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about the kazoo. No, no. no yeah. Hey. No. Yeah. Why Why no the kazoo? kazoo? What's, what's the... It sounds so bad on my phone. <laughs> Is no, it, okay, I want to know, is it the kazoo, or is it the kazoo player? Is it the kazoo <laughs> itself, or is it I, the guy behind it? Both. It's oh, both. he chose column A and column B. Dang. Plan C, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Well, unfortunately, fan number one, until we get some intel in the mailbag, the kazoo is happening. Oh my god. Let's go ahead and play that intro. The brand new one, the one we love so much. Yes. The new the new one that we love so much. Yes. I'm, I'm, okay, hold on. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed that uh my my star-spangled banner guitar playing skills is no longer in the intro. I'll get over it. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seaguard, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. I love that intro. I'm not going to lie. I really like it. I dig like, it. For for what it took us to get there. <laughs> Did it take us two and a half hours? Yeah, two and a half, three hours. <laughs> for 20 seconds of content. Yeah. Well, well, we did the outro also. 
Which is yeah. also phenomenal. Yeah, I, I like both. Did did you hear? Did you listen after the outro? Which okay, so oh, first the, the legal shit. Yeah, the legal shit. <laughs> and I forgot to do uh last call on the last episode. Uh apologies to uh everybody who listens. There's nobody listening. All eleven of us. <laughs> right. Yeah, all eleven of us. Actually, I don't know. I think that uh maybe our listenership is picking up a little bit. I don't know. I'm not really paying attention to the stats too much. We got we got people for that. So Yeah. Uh do you do you want to do the mailbag? I mean, it's kind of a waste at this point. Well, originally I told fan number one to email us. Oh, he never so, did. He never did. He never There's did. Nothing in the mailbag from fan number one. However, you said fan number one was pimping us. He was. So his class is they're doing um, podcasts that they're going to send to like a PBS network. Okay. And and he like, doesn't want to be on this podcast. Or he doesn't want to be on a on a big time multi platform <laughs> right podcast. You know, he's like. Um, but yeah, he told his teacher like, Hey, you know, like my dad's on a podcast. So he asked me for the, for the link the other day and I'm not sure how much or or what they can listen to. (laughs) I remember, I remember you said fan number one pimped the podcast. The first thing I replied back was, uh, maybe we should mellow out on the swearing or something. You're like, nah, (laughs) nah, roll with it. The, kid, the stuff these kids say. Right, exactly. Ugh, oh, surroundings. Well. Nothing in the mailbag, uh, obviously. Uh, I would love for something to be in the mailbag. So please, somebody, for the love of the Army, shoot us an email, podcastefm at gmail.com, and let us know what the hell is going on. I don't even care. Just tell us that Sergeant Bacon smells good and... I stink. I don't care. So we had a little trouble today because we're going, we're, we're gearing up. It's getting close to AT season. So we're getting a little busy, right? Right. It's getting that way already. Oh yeah. It's getting busy. So yeah, it's getting busy. So I said, Hey, Sergeant Bacon, we, we, we have to get something recorded today. I need a little bit more content to get us through, uh, the next month. And uh, so we we shot a little bit of text back and forth, and we tried to figure out a topic, and we ultimately boil or boiled. We ultimately decided, and I, I don't I don't even know how to uh, how to explain this, but we basically <laughs> drilled down to the point that in the military is the one place where the abnormal is normal. And so yeah. let me just kind of give everybody an idea of what I was thinking about. Uh, just the other day, uh, I, I went on a little road mission with a few soldiers helping out one of our sister organizations and we decided to take a lunch break. We walked into a restaurant. Now, granted, remember COVID is still a thing, but for whatever reason, we all apparently forgot to bring our masks with us. We go into this restaurant for lunch, and even though we don't have masks, the restaurant, fast food chain, I'm not going to name it, they allowed us to come in, but they had their dining room closed off. You could walk in, you could order your food, 
They would serve it up and you can take it to go. One of my soldiers has a very bad problem with the F-bomb. Every two or three words out of her mouth was the F-bomb. And I, I whatever. We're, we're in the military, right? It's just kind of the rite of passage. But then this older couple walks in right behind us. They stick around for about two minutes. And in F-bomb world, that was 30 seconds. And the, the older couple walks out. And they, they, I, I, I turned to her and I'm like, oh, you see that couple right there? They walked out. She's like, what? I'm like, well, yeah, you just dropped the F-bomb 110 times in 30 seconds. They probably finally, for the first time in their life, said, F this, we're out. And I just, like, I get it. That's part of us. That's what we do, right? We're trained to handle high stress. This is one of our coping mechanisms to F this, F that, F whatever. And I don't know, have you ever ran across that situation? <laughs> well, it's funny that you... you we're within a few days. Uh, so last week, uh, we had, we're supposed to get our parts through the system. System doesn't always have parts. <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> I, I know, weird. Or there's a national backlog on certain parts. I needed bearings for some trailer from the fucking Eisenhower administration. <laughs> <laughs> so we ordered these bearings. They're... They're supposed to come in for like at the end of the week. End of the week comes and goes. No bearings. Call the boss. Hey, where are these? Oh, oh, they're delayed because of the weather. Gotcha. They finally come in on Friday. And I grab one of my coworkers and we cruise down to the local car parts store. And we can't get the, the card to work. To pay for these things. So he's on with customer support. We don't know the pin for the card. He calls back to the shop. He's like talking to another coworker. He says, hey, what's the pin? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know how effing good you are. Now, mind you, we're in the store. He's on one phone with the customer service on his cell phone with so the guy at the wait, shop. Wait. Who the hell carries around two phones? No, he's got his cell phone, and then the the phone at the store. Oh, you know, like when okay. you call, like, okay, you know, Napa, right? You know, or whatever. Yeah. So the, the their landline. So he's on customer service with their landline. He's on his cell phone with the shop, and he's like, "Yeah, f this, f that, f that, b, blah, blah, blah." <laughs> And he, like, sets the hand mic down, and the guy's, like, the guy at the store, he's, like, do you, do you want me to hang? Like, do you need her? And he goes, nah, F that B. She hung up on me already. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm just got this look of awe because, it's like, that's how he talks all the time. Right. You know, like, everything is F, F. Yeah. Right. And you know, I think – there we run across those people right i mean that use the f word and i don't know why people compulsively do it i get it that you use the f word a lot and it frustrates me when we 
are out in public where, you know, let's say that it's drill weekend and we go to the local restaurant and 10 of us from guard, we're sitting there, we're eating food and there's one person at the table that is just ultra loud and drops the F-bomb or just constantly swears every other word. I get it, you're speaking my language, but that's inappropriate in that setting. So when that happens, it's like the thing that the thing that hits my mind when that happens is oh, must be drill weekend. Soldiers are back in town. Yeah. Well, and that's the image, right? Like we want to get away from that as these hellions, essentially, right? Right. Uh, but. You 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 kind of are, are giving me a segue there. You say we want to get away from those hellions. And though not all of us are ever going to see combat in our lives. Right. We go to training. We learn how to defend ourselves and kill the enemy. Ultimately, that's what we do. Right. Like so, profession of arms. Right. And I, yeah, the profession of arms. So our language is supposed to be professional, but is this not a way for us or anybody in that profession to relieve their stress? Is that, is it, is when I say the F-bomb, every other word, is that my stress reliever for what I know and what I can do and so on and so forth? I mean, it's a way. You don't see, like, attorneys, their professions, professionals. That's a great argument. But at the same time, their profession is to be professional to a judge to convince the judge and the jury. Yeah. To say, nah, there's no reason why this person is guilty. So it's kind of sweet talking. Imagine if your, you know, defense attorney is like, yeah, this effing S bag is, he's, he's good to go, your honor. (laughs) Nobody would buy that. (laughs) Right. Like you're going to get extra sentence. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a really good point. If you look into it. In that aspect, yeah, you're being real, you're being down to earth, you're dealing with your stress, but in the end, it makes everybody look bad, or at least that party. So if you have 10 soldiers out and one of them is F, 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 it makes the whole organization look bad. Right. Guilt by association. Yeah, 100%. Where if a group of doctors or lawyers or something if they were out you're not going to be able to identify them by their profession ultimately right like yeah, i would out. i would i would say if you saw a group of doctors out uh even if like it, i know some doctors right yeah me too and i know how they would act in public so i guess if i was going to stereotype if i saw people acting like that i guess maybe i would say they were doctors but i don't know i feel like when 
you go out, you know, maybe you take your family out on the town, you're at a restaurant, you're, you're out to skate park, whatever you're doing. Maybe you're, maybe you're at the hockey arena, right? If there's a group of soldiers, I feel like they're highly identifiable. Well, for sure. Haircut. First thing, right? The haircut. That's the dead giveaway. Well, for males, you you can't do that for females. Right, but I'm not sure, you know, I'm I'm out of the dating scene, right? So I'm not going to... Myself as well. Identifying 18 to 45-year-old females out in public. But you can kind of tell by... (laughs) Yeah, no, I get you. How they present themselves, how they walk, usually is is another giveaway. The term uh, for that is gate. Gate. Just for everybody out there. They're gate. And not A-T-E. A gate is just how you Center. represent yourself, how you walk, how you talk. It's an identi- it's a biometric measure. It's how your gate, if I'm familiar with your gate, it's how I can identify you from afar or, or mm-hmm. even close. It's a, it's the way you represent yourself. That is a dead giveaway. D- does that, is, is that a good ter- uh, definition? No, it's true. Like, especially on deployment. Oh yeah. I'll step out of my hooch, go walk down to the, uh, the can. And as I'm walking out of the can, I see Seagar a quarter mile away and I know it's him just by how he's by his gait. Yep. It's how I walk. It's how I represent myself yep. to the public. It's it's a hundred percent. It's a thing you you can pick out of everybody on, on that post. You see, you see cigar walking, let's say, yep. and you can tell it's him. It's amazing when you deploy. When you spend a year with somebody or a group of people, you spend a year overseas with those people, you learn so much about them, things that you would never never pick up on drill weekends. And then you, these are things that you, you walk, like you said, you walk out of the shitter and you see somebody out in the distance and just by the way that they're walking alone, you're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. It's amazing how you pick up on those things. The level of stories, the personal stories that people will tell oh. you. <laughs> Speaking of personal stories. Yeah. Again, let me reiterate that out of all the jobs that I've had, out of all the things that I've done in my life, Nowhere but the military has it been so acceptable to have poop conversations, to talk about shit and ass and those types of things. Like, I find myself, when I meet somebody new, I say, okay, you want to be part of my clan? You want to be, you want to be part of my group? You want me to like you? Well, I have to make you uncomfortable. So I start talking about poop and some people are like, whoa, this, this guy's weird. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm like, all right, I can't trust you. Uh, you're not, I don't want to have screw you. But if they're like, Hey, let's talk about it. 
then all of a sudden you're okay in my books because for some reason the army has taught me that poop is natural it everybody poops there's a whole book about it yeah no there is there is a book about everybody poops but it's weird to me how it's the only occupation i've ever had where i mean again i've never been a porta john cleaner or a waste sanitation uh guy guy but it's the only job i've ever had where shit talk literally is acceptable yeah well now take that and like like i work in a shop like a maintenance shop yeah and most of the people there well i'd say now it's more of a split but there's a few of them that are my age and we've taken many shits (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like there's literally there's like two guys in the shop and now if you want to take a shit you need to time it when you're like oh Where's this guy? Where's this guy? Yeah. So you can get in there because the two of them, I would swear out of a nine hour a day, I bet, I bet they are in the shitter six hours a day. Oh man. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> but that's, I've heard the, the saying, like if you, you shit on company time, right? Because if you think about it, if you shit on company time, it's an entire two-week vacation over the year. Oh, for sure. I was in Iraq, OAF-1, and uh, we got moved down to, well, a small group of us moved down to uh, the prison. And we uh, went and ate. I swear it was like, I don't know. They said it was rib of some kind. I think <laughs> it came off like a stegosaurus. It was ginormous. <laughs> So I eat it. I'm walking out of there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Uh oh, like, got gurgly guts." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I quick beeline to the uh, to the portageon and uh, go in there. I'm taking my shit, and I run on an ass wipe. Oh, reach in my cargo pocket. I still got like my reserve. Run out of that onto the sleeves. Oh no! Pull up my Gerber, and I used a little scissor and I cut cut the sleeves off of my shirt. Wow! I'm like, oh man! So then I start cutting off little strips off the bottom of my shirt. I locked out of that (laughs) thing. I looked like Britney fucking Spears. (laughs) Billy, no sleeves. (laughs) So, so fast forward a few years. We're at AT. Now, mind you, the shirt from a distance, right? I still had everything above, so I could still wear this thing, you know, when it was hot. Right. Whatever. Which which just put a horrible <laughs> picture in my mind because here you are, you look uh, <coughs> professional, you you're a soldier, and then you're like, Oh my god, I'm hot. You take your blouse off and now you're in a belly shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So, so that's exactly. So I'm sitting in there, and my little brother knocks on the door. He's like, "Hey, man, you want to go eat?" 
and I open the door, just wearing this belly shirt. And he goes, he goes, he goes what the hell happened to you? Wow. I'm like, I'm like, well, this one time I had to take a really massive shit. <laughs> I thought he was going to lose it. He just kept, he was crying. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I thought I had a good shit story. And then you told that I can't compete. I, I really can't. That's, that's the greatest shit story. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've deployed. I, I've, I've taken an MRE bag, ripped it open. I'm not even hungry. I'm on, I'm on a road mission. Ripped the MRE bag open, dumped all the contents out, thinking I was going to eat it later. We all know that I probably didn't. And then I took the outer pouch and I dug a little hole in between two dualies of a tractor. And I, I, I set the bag down. I hover over it. And I sit there for 30 seconds contemplating how horrible this is going to turn out. And then finally, it just happens. And for the love of God, I don't think that I got any shit inside the bag. It just went everywhere else. <laughs> because I am not used to having to poop without sitting on a toilet. The squatty potty. <laughs> squatty potty. I mean, uh, again... I don't know how this episode is going to turn out because we started off talking about uh, inappropriately uh, talking, throwing the F-bomb, whatever, out in public uh, while, we're around while we are around other people. And now <laughs> we're talking about shit. Everybody poops. <laughs> Everybody does poop. It's crazy, though, that... It is so common. It's so natural in our environment. It's almost it's almost kind of like we're zoo animals, but camouflaged. And when we're in our zoo and nobody else is around, these things are common. It's part of our being. Like, it's natural. It's accepted. But then when we get out in public and we talk about it, it's uncomfortable. It's unnatural. It shouldn't be that way. We <clears throat> Somebody let us out of the cage, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, hell. Right. I, I remember uh, not too long ago, well, maybe five years ago, six years ago, or whatever, uh, I was, I, I had a boss. And... This boss would get us together uh, once or twice a week, and we would uh, do a all the all the, the the staff. We'd get together, we'd on the phone, and we'd have this because we're all located at different locations. We get on the phone, and about the first five ten minutes was legitimate things I need to know, what was going on, what was tracking, and then all of a sudden he just started to go on this like it's not relevant. He'd talk about the couch he found on Facebook and he thinks he's going to, you know, whatever. And I would just sit there and I'd be looking at my coworker and I'd just look at my watch. I'm like shrugging my shoulders. What? So finally I'd be like, uh, Hey, Sergeant, 
do you have anything for me? Because I'm about to explode. I have to go take a shit. And what's funny is, is that that was so uncomfortable, but natural that everybody's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're good. I didn't have anything to say anyway. Uh, let's just go ahead and end the phone call. And everybody was done. I got a phone call today because I was supposed to be on a meeting. But the meeting was for the wrong number. I tried to get on the meeting and uh, whatever. So I was like, oh, maybe the meeting's not going to happen. All of a sudden, it hit me, the gurgles. So I ran to the bathroom. And I'm sitting on the toilet when my boss calls me up. Hey, you going to get on this conversation? Are you going to get on this phone call? Sure. If you don't mind hearing a little bit of extra noise in the background. Because I am <laughs> shitting my brains out. I'm and like getting lift off. <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking. I'm about to SpaceX this bitch. I'm fucking lifting off. And he's like, no, 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 I got you. I got you. Just call me when you're done. I'll fill you in. <laughs> so around the kids, I've taken to calling it uh, chaturanga. Chatter. It's a it's a yoga term. I don't I don't even know what it means. <laughs> but I've taken chaturanga and turned it into I gotta poop. Do you have a uh I, I've never been to your house, you've never been to mine. Uh do you have a bathroom that is uh anti pooping? Like we have people over and we're no. like this bathroom, you do not poop in. Piss all over the seat. Yeah, piss all over the seat, but don't take a shit in here. Go. It's the only bathroom in my freaking house, the community bathroom. It's the only bathroom that doesn't have an air vent. It doesn't have air <laughs> circulation. So I'm like, do not shit in this bathroom. Go upstairs. Go downstairs. I go to the neighbor's house. I don't care, but do not shit in this bathroom. Go to the gas station down the street. So I think this is probably a good point to uh, end this episode. Uh, so do you have anything that you want to add before we uh, kick this bitch in the shitter? <laughs> no, nope. Stay crispy. Uh, Don't skimp on the one. Don't skimp on the plies. <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, I guess uh, until next time. Until next time. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some legal shit. The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates. Tax title license included. <laughs> Void word prohibited. <laughs> All right. <laughs>